This episode of the Fiction Writers Podcast is brought to you by How to Write a Novel That Sells. Do you dream of writing a best-selling fiction novel? With the right tools, you could get there sooner than you think. Visit www.howtowriteanovelthatsells.com and unlock the secrets to writing compelling fiction taught by international best-selling author Lana McCara. Welcome to the Fiction Writers Podcast with Lana McCara, where you will discover tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Here you'll find new energy, new perspectives, new resources, and new ideas that will spark your creativity into a blaze of brilliance. It's easier than you think. Be sure you visit our website at www.fictionwriterspodcast.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, get out your notebook, tune in, and let's get started. In the past, you could not get published without an agent. Is that really true today? That's what we're going to talk about. My name is Lana McCare, and welcome to the Fiction Writers Podcast. Tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction, that is. Hashtag unputdownable. When I first started writing, and I was published in 1996 for the first time, agents were not really that important. I mean, you you could get one if you wanted to be part of the big five in New York, you know, the big traditional publishers in New York. Uh, you needed an agent, but there were a lot of uh, smaller publishers that would take your uh, manuscripts without an agent. And that was back in the day when we were mailing these big boxes of manuscripts in the mail. It was ext- it was expensive to go and get a printer to print the whole thing and then put it in a box and then ship it through the post office and wait for the mail to arrive and so forth. I can't imagine what the publishers had, you know, stacks of these boxes in their in their uh, mailroom. But over time and in the early 2000s, this changed. And even the smaller houses wanted an agent because they needed to sort. They needed to have the material vetted. So they were looking at higher quality manuscripts. Well, then Amazon came on the scene. And Amazon eventually got to where they would let people put their books up on Amazon directly. Didn't even have to be vetted or approved by anyone. You could put your books up, put it out as a Kindle book, and you're, you're there. You're online. You're published. They'll even print the book. When print-on-demand came, the technology came forward. And so this gave an option without an agent. So over time, things have morphed. And now we have three kinds of publishers. We have the, the independent or the self-publishing, where basically your manuscript is loaded into a service such as Amazon or one of these others. And it comes out on print on demand. It's almost instantly available. You, as the author, create the cover, whether you do it yourself or you hire a cover designer to do it for you. But it's pretty much DIY and anyone can do it. There's really no approval process. There's uh, the traditional way, which is still submit to an agent and then the agent submits to the traditional publisher. Now, that's not quite as popular anymore because the traditional publisher has certain things that they want. For one thing, they want 100% of your rights. Uh, you, as the author, have no right to your material, again, unless they give it back. So you can't use extensive chapters for teaching a course. You have to have the students buy the book. 
and then you teach from the book. You can't have that available as a, a training manual or any other form without the publisher printing it. And you would have to negotiate with them if you want it in different format. So that's one thing. The royalties are small. They're anywhere from 8 to 14% usually. Uh, and so not only are you have you lost your rights, but you are not getting very much money. The publisher holds back 35% typically for returns. So your small amount of, say, 10% is now diminished even more because they're not going to give you the full amount. They're going to hold back 35%. Now, I don't know what happens to that money because I've never gotten any. <laughs> 44 titles, all these 30 years of getting uh, royalty reports. <clears throat> I've never had any money returned from those withholdings. So, um, yeah, that, that's one of the things that happens is uh, money back for returns, holding money for returns. And then there are other things. You have no say in the cover art or many of the things that pertain to your book. They own it. And they don't keep you informed of, you know, we're going to translate this into another language. Where We just, uh, our, one of our representatives sold this book to Walmart. Um, you're not going to find out any of that information. So that is part of the traditional world. And then there is uh, the, the hybrid. The hybrid publisher lets you keep your rights. You still have to apply and be accepted. They have a limited number they publish each year. They will let you have input on your cover and everything about the book, the back cover copy, all of it. They will tell you uh, when they have opportunities for marketing. And they are much better to work with. They're much nicer to work with, most of them. There are some, you know, there's always some bugaboos out there. But for the most part, I've had good experiences with hybrid uh, publishers. And so they want a deposit. Instead of giving an advance, and that was one thing I forgot to mention, the traditional publisher wants an advance. Uh, they will give you an advance. So they're giving you money. But the hybrid publisher wants an advance. Okay, they want a deposit. So it costs anywhere from $2,500 to $6,000 for you to engage a hybrid publisher. They want skin in the game. They need their costs covered. And so this is the new model for publishing. I love hybrids. I work with hybrids, totally. Do you need an agent for hybrid? No, you don't. You can submit directly. And so now the question is, what do you want? Do you need an agent? Well, if you want to self-publish, you don't. If you want a hybrid, I'll go with a hybrid publisher. Probably not. There might be a few out there that want an agent. I haven't heard of any. And so if you're going to go those two routes, you don't need an agent. If you go with traditional, you usually will need an agent. And another thing about the agent um, scenario is it takes them more time. You have to find an agent, submit to them, be accepted. That's going to take six months, maybe a year. And then once they approve you, then they will submit to the publisher. That takes another six months to a year. So you're talking two years usually to work with an agent. And here's the kicker. The big five in New York, the one that everyone wants to be with, they only accept books from people who are high profile, 
you have to be a a sports star or a movie star or a politician, a successful politician, or someone with a platform that's in the millions in order for them to look at you anymore. So if you don't have that kind of a platform, that kind of reach, you might as well save your time because that's who they're looking for. And I don't qualify. 44 books, a million copies sold. I do not qualify for the big five myself. But who cares? Let them do their thing. We have uh, options now. We have better options than we had when I was starting out. So find yourself a place to live. Decide what you want. Do you need an agent? Maybe not. I hope that helps you today. This is Lana McCara. See you next time. Thank you for tuning into the Fiction Writers Podcast with Lana McCara, where we share tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Remember to visit our website at www.fictionwriterspodcast.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Fiction Writers Podcast.